Hey everyone, welcome to Haystack Nation. I'm Jesse and I'm here with uh, Enrique. Enrique, how's it going, man? Everything's going well. It's going well. And uh, happy Sabbath, by the way. Hey, happy Sabbath. You've had a good Sabbath so far? Yeah, we did. We, uh, we've been at home. Uh, you know, we did some Zoom meetings, uh, oh, yeah. studies, and now... Who, who doesn't do, do Zoom meetings right? these days? That's, that's, the, that's the, the common thing now. It's like the trend. Yeah. What do you think of our music, man? It really is awesome. I love it. it sounds good. You picked that. You picked that sound clip there. That's good taste, Enrique. Good taste. Hey, actually, you forced me to pick. That's that true. One. So I'll take the credit for it. Take that back. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, hey, man. This is uh, really our kind of first official podcast. You know, uh, we've kind of done a couple of video casts, but this is the first time we've done actually something um, that is podcast related like actually part of a show right right and we so. actually have mics and yeah and you know and a little equipment set a little up. setup <laughs> yeah this is it's really cool um i gotta apologize to some of our listeners if you're hearing any kind of little audio feedback or a little buzzing i'm using a mic that's probably about 200 years old <laughs> <laughs> or when mics are first invented uh so i apologize for that we'll do our best to kind of clean that up but if we can't clean it up uh, too bad, you know, you have to live with it. And, uh, so anyway, Enrique, um, excited to just, you know, kick this thing off. Um, you know, we've kind of been waiting a few weeks to get our first podcast going, kind of trying to get our equipment all together. And, and, uh, we've had a little delays. Finally, I got tired of all the delays and I said, you know what, Enrique, we just need to do this now. Yeah, like COVID, you know, <laughs> step aside and we're just going to keep going. Move out of the way, man. We are taking over. Um, so yeah, uh, and I'm excited about it and I, and I'm really grateful that, you know, uh, you and I get to sit here today and, and hopefully bring some good, you know, information and just, you know, and it's, it's more than just information. I think we want to accomplish, uh, being able to bring some assurance, you know, and some hope and, right. you know, what's your kind of vision for this podcast? You know, what do you think we want to try to achieve with all this? Well, I think one of the things is uh, coming back together, um, having meaningful conversations. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, that not help, not only helps us but but other people. Yeah. So speaking of meaningful conversations and helping others, you know, you and I we live in Texas, and right now it's like 150 outside. <laughs> Which is we're fortunate to be indoors doing this, <laughs> and uh, so, in in the spirit of helping others, Enrique, I thought we should really, uh, for maybe some of our other listeners that are in Texas or living in very hot parts of the world, maybe Arizona, right? Oh yeah, Arizona, for for example, right? I think they're probably hotter than we are. I I don't know, uh, but they have dry heat. That dry heat is different than the heat we have here because this is just all out humidity. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. So I thought we could share some tips for staying cool. What do you think? Okay. Sound all right? Yeah. So, well, first of all, let me ask you, uh, are, you are, are you originally from Texas? You're not from Texas. No, originally. but I've been living here for over 20 years. So I, I do consider myself a Texan. Yeah, and, you, and you understand the heat. So, yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. Okay. So you, 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 you're, you know well what the heat is like around here. So what do you do? Just personally, what do you do to try to stay cool when it's so hot outside? Well, you know, I uh, we have a pool at the house. Yeah, you're lucky. So um, <laughs> I normally don't jump in like after work, even though I'm tired. I just don't yeah. feel like, you know, to me, it's like a hassle to get 
change and then wet clothes and then mm. deal with the wet towels and the, but my kids you know they don't care they just yeah. as soon as somebody even looks out the window at the pool they're already jumping in but I, you know i this, thought you were gonna say you just get home with your clothes on just jump in the pool <laughs> right <laughs> yeah you see that in the movies right no but um i've this week i actually jumped in twice Oh yeah, and even my wife was like, "Hey, what's going on? That's that's not your normal." But it's been so hot. I I said, "Hey, Audrey, Luis, let's jump in the pool." Nice. Okay. So yeah, you're so you have a pool. What would you advise someone like myself that doesn't have a pool? <laughs> well, you know what? This <laughs> Go morning, outside and dig a hole and fill it with water. Well, this morning we went out uh, to the trails. Uh-huh. Uh We normally do biking there, but we went to walk. Eva wanted oh, yeah. to walk. Okay. And we went out like at, it was seven, seven thirty. Oh, you went and early. It was actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, we did our walk, and we weren't drenched, you know, in sweat. It, it was actually pretty cool and nice. And you're under the trees, so if you like outdoors, you know, go out very early, and you can still enjoy a nice walk or a nice bike ride. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so getting out early and getting an early start to the day. I, I'm not an early riser. I'm actually not a morning person. <laughs> um, but, uh, but you know, you're absolutely right. In this kind of weather, uh, you have to get out early if you want to yeah. do something outdoors. Adjust. Uh, yeah. adjust. Yes, yes. That's something we all have to do is adjust. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think, like, what we do to stay cool. I stay inside. <laughs> it, feels, it feels pretty nice it, right now. It's nice in here. Yeah. It's nice in here. Shorts and sandals and... <laughs> You know, uh, but I personally like, I'm not bothered too much by the hot weather. Uh, I'm from El Paso, Texas, which is desert, you know, hot heat in the summers. So I think I do better in the summer than I do in the winter anyway. Winters are brutal for me. I don't, I don't like it. And plus, you know, I'm a very skinny guy, so I'm not very well, not very well insulated. (laughs) So you can, you can relate to that. (laughs) Um, Hey, so a couple of things that. I just did a quick internet search just to see what are some tips that people have for staying cool. There's some really bizarre things here. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll share one with you, for okay. instance. So according according to this uh, article, apparently vitamin C helps you stay cool. You know, my wife always talks about vitamin C, but I've never heard that one. You never heard this one, right? No. So, okay. So I've never, I've never even heard this, but this is what, this is what they say. Um, Researchers at the University of Alabama found that vitamin C increases your tolerance for heat by delaying sweat gland fatigue, which reduces the occurrence of heat exhaustion and uh, prickly heat rash. Hmm. They, uh, a journal of applied physiology, respiratory, environmental, and exercise. I would not like to do this research. This sounds very boring. <laughs> Um, but they found that vitamin C also keeps your body temperature from rising during heat exposure with a dose as small as 230 milligrams. Okay. So add vitamin C to your supplement arsenal. Yeah. There you go. Hmm. That's a stretch. I mean, really, do you think vitamin C can really do that I much do, to help you? I have no idea. I mean, that's the first time I hear that. Well, you try and then you let me know how it goes. <laughs> I'll be drinking a lot of oranges <laughs> before our walk right. next. next See so if it made a difference. Uh, let's see a couple of other ones here. Uh, stick to the shade. Okay. That's an obvious one, right? Okay. Eating spicy food. Do you see the relationship between staying cool and eating spicy food? No, I didn't either. It didn't make sense, but here's, here's a, here's the logic a, behind here's it? a logic behind okay. it. Uh, it turns out eating something hot is a great way to stay cool. Uh, 
capsaicin. Is that how you say that? I don't know how you say that. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but it's a substance in peppers that makes spicy food spicy. Uh, it binds to the pain receptors in your mouth. In response, your brain interprets that as being hot and makes you sweat, and the sweat on you, keeps on your skin, subsequently keeps you cooled down. Uh, yeah, mm. but you know, that's I mean, really? like how much cayenne pepper are you going to add? You know? it, exactly. I mean, how much sweating are you willing to do? I mean, there's other ways you can sweat without eating chili. <laughs> <laughs> Peppers. So, yeah, all right. Uh, oh, here's one that might disappoint a lot of people. And this actually says avoid ice cream. Oh, wow. Why is that? I don't know. Let's see. Um, which, you know, around here, it's like it's hot, ice cream. It kind of goes hand in hand, right? So it says uh, it turns out that the high fat content in ice cream makes it difficult to digest. The extra energy your body uses to digest the ice cream can actually raise your body temperature a little bit. Hmm. Okay, so like if you want working your system, I guess if you want to stay cool, try a fat-free frozen dessert like sherbet or Italian ice. There you go. Boy, they're really they're really trying to dial down, right? On, on yeah, very specific. Very specific. I'll, I'll do one more here. Let's see if there's another strange one here. Um, those those three so far are pretty strange. I've never heard of that before, and I'm not sure you know how much difference it actually makes. Um, now we do that one control your fans practice practice meditation apparently keeps you cool Hmm. uh many people report feeling cold during or just after meditation meaning a little mindfulness practice might be enough to cool you down on a hot day there are also specific cooling breathing exercises called prana pranayama Hmm. practiced in yoga that can make you feel cooler in time if meditation doesn't do the trick these are very bizarre to be honest um <laughs> i've never heard of any of these things i've never even done any of these things really to try to stay cool anyway so i think that's it I'll, that's that that those are uh, bizarre tips for staying cool in summer mm, yeah i've never heard any of them you know if any of you listeners just listen to this and you want to try some of this stuff out and maybe reach out to us on haystack nation we'd love to hear if any of these things worked but hey there you go right Moving on. <laughs> All right, Enrique. Um, what have we been up to? Haystack Nation. What have we been up to lately? Uh, what have we experienced here lately with Haystack Nation? Well, uh, if for for those who tuned in or, or have been joining our Facebook page, um, you know, we kicked it off at Palo Duro. Mm, we did. Um, yeah, that was fun. It was a fun trip. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and few weeks ago everybody got to go we didn't get to go but uh most uh most of haystack nation got to go to uh, oklahoma right we were in broken bow oklahoma broken bow that's right yeah how was that it was fun yeah it was uh uh very where we were it was very wooded a heavily wooded area so it was nice pine trees there was a lake out there you know we got a cabin out there um it rained on us when we arrived So we had a, a, a lot of rain, uh, but then, uh, you know, Saturday, and it was, it was crazy because we went out there, you know, for the weekend, and on our way up, there was raining. I mean, like, just pouring. We got to the cabin. It was still raining quite a bit, pretty much into late Friday night, 
And uh, the only day it did not rain was Sabbath. Mm. That was the only day it didn't rain. <laughs> when we left Sunday morning, it was starting to rain again. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know y'all, y'all had, had yeah. rain. Yeah. So, you know, if, if, if you're ever having bad weather and, you know, have some Sabbath people around. Sabbath <laughs> seems to be the day that the, the, the rain clears up. But we had a, we had a good time. Um, got to go out to the lake a little bit. Um, we miss you guys, obviously, miss you guys there. Um, I know in your family, you guys went through uh, a pretty difficult time. Your your father-in-law passed away. Eva's, Eva's dad passed away. So uh, that's uh, why you guys weren't able to attend uh, the trip. Um, but I think you guys did your own little road trip. Yeah, so, you know, Eva had been gone for two weeks. Basically, uh, she wanted to spend the last, you know, days with her dad. Mm -hmm. They actually had given him two days yeah. of life and she decided, mm. Hey, let's take him back home. And, you know, and that's where he was going to be buried. So she said, we might as go, might as well go, um, when we have time and when, when he can still make it. Yeah. So actually she was there after that diagnosis of today, she actually was there two weeks with mm. him. Oh, okay, um, good. but you know, when he passed away, um, we, my, the kids and I headed over to, to Alabama. Uh, we were there with the family. We attended the funeral, you know, very memorable. Uh, you know, I, I, I used to hate, not hate, but I just didn't like going to funerals, you know, but now I've been to a few and they're actually very inspiring. You know, mm. it make those are the moments that make you think about life. Mm -hmm. Um, so after, after, you know, being at the funeral, uh, being with some of the Eva's family, the next day we headed to to florida just for a little nice. four hour uh, road trip uh yeah. before heading back to texas and we had you know four hours at at the beach and then it was it was a nice trip the Great, kids man. enjoyed it yeah well, that's good you turned a, a pretty unfortunate situation you know into something that uh, like you said may turn out to be inspiring good memorable you know mm -hmm. and then doing something with your family together so yeah, great job. Um, that's that, that's great, and our, our sympathies obviously to you and your family. You know, Thank and you. it's been a, yeah. a, a week or so by now, but um, still, uh, I think uh, Eva um, suggested maybe at some point we discuss. You know, like what we know about death. You know, oh, what does the yeah. Bible say about yeah. uh, death? Yeah, we and, should do that. Yeah, and I think that I think that'd be a good one. So we, that's that's on our to do list here at Haystack Nation. Um, so also then, uh, yeah, so the trip at Oklahoma was, was, was great. We had a good time. We had, uh, the Herrera family, you know, us and the Tarin family, uh, were out there and, uh, you know, Rudy and Anna Marie actually shared a, a testimony with us and we captured that on one of our video casts. So should go back into our Facebook page, look for that one. Uh, we'll probably circulate it again here soon, but, uh, that was, a really good story of, uh, you know, something that happened to, to Rudy. Um, uh, and uh, Anna Marie was there to witness everything. And so it's just a great story. I mean, yeah, I mean, I got a chance to listen to you? it. I think it was the same, the same night we, we posted it on uh, Spotify. Uh, I, I went ahead and listened to it. Okay. So it's on Spotify. Yeah. I forgot it's on Spotify yeah. as well. So yeah, if, if there's any, anyone hasn't listened to that yet or seen it yet, you need to go check it out. It's a really, really great story. It just reminds us how God cares for us. Yeah. And yeah. in moments when we're the most helpless, when we feel, you know, there's nothing else we can do. I mean, it's just amazing how God intervenes in those moments. And that, that story just is a, is a reminder how close God really is to us, you know? Um, and so that was 
Very good. So we had a good time with that, and we had so much food. Um, <laughs> we did a so we did a hike while we were out there, and um, we had gone out to the lake in the morning just to kind of you know get out there and and experience the lake. It was really nice. And then afterwards, we had lunch, and then someone had this really great bright idea to say, "Hey, let's go on a hike." And they're like, it's like, it's like less than a mile hike. We're like, great. We did like 50 miles at Palo Duro Canyon in the heat. So this, <laughs> would, this, should, this should be easy. And so we started on this hike and apparently um, uh, the one, the person leading us, and I'll leave their name out of this, uh, but the person leading <laughs> us took us, there was an easy path and there's a hard path. Okay. And I guess just not knowing, not being familiar, they took us down the hard path. And it was literally like, I would say the whole trail was like maybe 0.9 miles or so. And we probably did like 0.85 miles of climbing. <laughs> I mean, and I'm talking like climbing, not just like gradual climb. We're talking about like really uh, working out kind of hike. And uh, my my little girl, she was... Uh, it was hard for her. So I had to put her on my shoulders and hike that thing all the way to the top. Uh, and then actually it went up and then it went down, down to where the river was. So we got down there. But my goodness, man, that was such a hard workout. I was like, really? 0.9 miles? You guys should have told me it was 0.9 miles. Hey, I, I saw the video. It didn't look too bad. Yeah, from the, ca <laughs> from the camera angle, <laughs> it looked too bad. The, 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 was there a river there? Yeah, it was, yeah. so the lake was dammed, right? Okay. And then on the other side was where the water, some of the water came out from, from that. Ah, and so I it see. created a river. So it was, it was nice. So we, that, that's where we were. And, and, uh, so we did that hike, we got back to the, to the cabin and I just was like passed out for like an hour or two. I was supposed to, I was supposed to do a, uh, uh, I was supposed to give a message to the group, kind of like a Sabbath afternoon oh, message. <laughs> and they're like, where's Jesse? And I was asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep, uh, but you know I was just so tired. But great time, good, good, good people. Obviously, all our friends and just great. So that's that's what we kind of been doing. And and obviously our Palo Duro video is also on uh, on on on. It's on Spotify as well. No, the the well the audio the is, audio is yeah, yeah the audio and is the, the videos. You know you can find them on on YouTube. So Haystack Nation, how do we come up with that name? Why Haystack Nation, Enrique? Ah, uh, well, y'all picked the name. No, uh, <laughs> it's all about, don't stop blaming us for everything. You had a part in this process too. No, no, we all agreed. Uh, but um, I guess the reason for us coming together is, uh, you know, we wanted to, we, you know, we always get together and yeah. and have fun or have conversations or just, hey, you know, let's go on a trip together. So yeah. uh, we're like, we should just um, record. Uh, Put our thoughts together, you know, more ins insightful conversations, and and mm. uh, and also just to to share memories, you know. Yeah, yeah. But also, uh, you know, we've known each other for for a couple for a few years. For a years few years, now. yeah, for a few years. And now. Um, and we we all went to the same church, so we're kind of just bringing that that feel that you mm -hmm. know um, sentiment back together. Which is great timing, actually, because of COVID and churches shutting down and just not yeah. having our normal routine, right? We'll talk about that in a little bit here as well. But, you know, so it's given us opportunity to kind of come back together because our this group of friends, right, this group of people, 
where we were all attending the same church at one point mm-hmm. uh, back at, you know, over Keller uh, in Keller, Texas. And we were together there for, for what, two, three years, something like that. Yeah. And then, then, and then, son, and then after a few years, kind of people start going different directions and moving. And, you know, I moved out here to Cleburne having and kids, having and- kids. And so life got really busy. And so we kind of lost, I mean, we never lost, in, we never lost touch with each other, but we just weren't getting together as often. Right. right. Uh, and then, uh, with this whole pandemic and COVID situation, none of us were really attending our own churches. And so we were like, you know what guys, let's get together. And, and it's been, for me, uh, it's been a blessing. I, I, I feel like our, th- this group of people has been, uh, such a blessing for me and my family. And, uh, that it, it, it's been difficult. I'll be honest, since we left, since we left Keller, which was at the time, a kind of a smaller church plant, right? We were kind of growing at that time, but since we left there, we just could not find the same kind of connection, yes. you know, with people. Yeah. And I mean, that's why we still go there because, yeah. Know, yeah. And you still help still out a lot. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And we just could not find that same sense of connection and community. I don't know what it was about that group, but it's like right. everyone just connected so well. And we were kind of, you know, just—I uh, don't want to say discouraged, but just kind of longing for yeah. that kind of community. <laughs> and then when all this happened, and we started getting back together, it's like, oh, this is this is so great. This is what it was like, you know. Yeah. We we love it, you know. We got to keep doing this. So what we've been doing, aside from the trips that we've taken, you know, we've actually been getting together at some people's houses. Yeah. So last was it last week? Yeah. Last. Yeah. Was so it last, last week? Last, yeah, it was I last week. Last week we got together, you know. Um, with an, another family, Yuli and Dan and, yeah. and, and little Jacob, uh-huh. uh, and Dan gave a great message. Dude, that was that wasn't that great. Yeah, I mean, okay, and, and you know this because you you know Dan, and yeah. you know we've known Dan for a few years, and I, I thought it was so great because you know Dan is such a private person. He's like so to himself and and so you know private, and uh, you know he he got up in front of the whole group. I mean, and it wasn't like saying a, a little tiny group. I mean, there was several people there. And he got up oh, in front of Ru- Ruthie and, 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 and Austin, Austin were, were yeah. And so he got up there and he gave a, a whole message, a presentation. In, yeah, and he I was, was prepared. He had his, his um, verses, yeah. his paragraphs from books. And I mean, he was ready. I mean, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's awesome. I, <laughs> I, I, I loved it. And, and, you know, I, I, I don't think if we were in a, in a traditional church setting, he would have ever done that. Right. And that's, you know, this period kind of like has opened opportunities for some people say hey i'm gonna do something different than what i've done yeah. for the last you know five yeah. ten years yeah and it was it was so great man i i really enjoyed because he's not he didn't grow up adventist you know he didn't grow up in the church like you know a lot of us have and so for him to take that step and to you know be able to discuss uh share a message with us an and important and an, an topic. important topic you know i mean it was a pretty deep topic i yeah. mean it's not i mean you were talking we were, he was talking a little bit about you know prophecy and preparation the revelation for the preparation for the end times and it's like is this the same dan is, it, <laughs> is this dan this is the same guy that that, that we've known for a few years yeah, we were we were by the end of it we were like oh man you go dan everybody was congratulating him i mean it was really good yeah and we you know we we've always known dan to have you know dan's quiet but he's 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 such a a talented person in other areas you know he just does so many things right he's very skillful so we always call him Ninja Dan because, you know, he likes <laughs> that, that kind of, you know, the martial arts and things like that. 
And so we were kind of just talking about how you went from Ninja Dan to Pastor Dan. You know, he's made the trend. We actually posted a picture. <laughs> we did. Uh, on the Facebook page. Yeah, of Dan and his wife, Yuli. So that, that was great, man. And that, I mean, I think that's when I think about Haystack Nation, it, I mean, I, I, I think of those relationships. And I think that this is, this is what we're trying to do. You know, we're trying to give um, opportunity and encouragement. And I think people that normally wouldn't step up maybe to to share something or do now it's like an opportunity for them to do that. And and I've I've really been extremely blessed by um you know our interactions, our conversations. It's it's just it's been really good, man. It's yeah. been yeah. so I good mean, for I've, me. I've enjoyed it as well. And uh, and just to get other people involved, right? Yeah. So it was only I mean we started you know with you and and Dwayne and I mm -hmm. and then we're like wait a minute we also have this these other friends that you know are part we're part of yeah. Keller or part of Keller yeah and, and they still have one to get together so our group is growing it's growing and uh and so this was cool at the end of every get together we have haystacks yeah <laughs> they, they never fail they never fa and they just keep getting crazier and crazier it's like i didn't know that was a topping for a haystack i think i think we went to oklahoma someone brought like cucumbers for <laughs> <laughs> so i was like okay this is this is good um so india tell us like what's a haystack because i'm sure maybe I mean, i'm sure the majority of our listeners are avidness and they kind of understand this but like what's a haystack well a haystack is a delicious meal uh, with, uh, you know, your corn chips, um, your beans. You can top it with lettuce or cabbage, or I think we had some green chives, or yeah. what was it when we went to Palo Duro? I think, uh, so. yeah, we had green chives. We have, that one was kind of cool because we had all kinds of different toppings. And anyway, yeah, yeah chives. And uh, what else do people, I mean, oh, the most important, you know, your hot salsa. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, tomatoes. I, I mean, I put now. I put everything on mine. Uh, onions. I I just don't go for the olives. I I can't. No, do olives. no olives. Oh man, yeah, the olives are good. <laughs> uh, I think I've been stacking it up with everything that is basically on the table. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's 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 deceiving about haystacks is that you think, oh, a little ingredient here, a little ingredient by there. The, by the end, you have a big. Yeah, a big, big old stack, plate, yeah. yeah, and it's, it's and so, and, and they're easy to make. I mean, no one complains about haystacks, you know, and what's cool about it is because, you know, you have different people now that have different uh, preferences and different, uh, like some people are vegan and some people are vegetarian and some people still eat a little meat. And so with a haystack, you can have all of them. People can kind of customize their own thing. So you don't have... You don't have to be worrying about, oh, what, you know, what should I make? Does it have to be vegan? And I have to have this ingredient or that ingredient. You can't, you know, you can't please everybody. But with haystacks, everyone is pleased. And everyone eats. And everyone eats. Like, we had haystacks last week. I mean, everybody put their own things. But, man, everybody was eating. I mean, we had a very good meal. And, yeah. you know, it was, yeah. it was good. You can't go wrong with a haystack. <laughs> it's, it's, I think haystack nation is kind of the same kind of spirit, right? It's yes. like, you can't go wrong with, <laughs> like, you know, with, with, with a haystack, just like I, I think the community that we're trying to create and that I think, you know, that uh, we've been working on is kind of the same, a variety of people, right? Everybody and bringing their own uh, abilities or thoughts, uh, yeah, insights, talents, so yeah, talents. all that. And we're just kind of bringing it together and it just hasn't gone wrong, man. You know, every, everyone just is spiritually fed, right, which is great. Right. And then we also have the, the physical 
nutrition, you know, <laughs> the, the nurturing there, that's, that's been great. So I think the, the name Haystack Nation is fitting. And I think for people that are listening to us or maybe following us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, wherever, you know, I, I think it's also kind of, I think for us, it's kind of encouraging people out there to do the same thing. Right. You know, find those people that you're close to and begin to create a community with those people because the times we live in right now are challenging. They're unprecedented. They're different. This is not normal, you know? And so you have, when you have that group of people, you start, start drawing in and leaning on each other, getting encouragement and getting encouragement. That's what the Bible says, you know, do not give up the meeting together of each other because that's for your encouragement. Yeah, right. Absolutely. some people may be tempted to say, oh, now, uh, now that we're not going to church, mm-hmm. uh, well, I'm not doing anything spiritual, but it's a time to s- even seek more uh, encouragement from others, whether that's over a Zoom call mm-hmm. or, you know, via telephone, FaceTime. You know, we have all the, you know, all the technology available mm-hmm. uh, to be able to share with one another. Yeah, and uh, we talked a, lot, a little bit about this is that, <clears throat> you know, when you – you know, before all this happened, we we're all attending our, our own churches, you know, and so you get into that routine of just you go to church, you go to Sabbath school, you go to the sermon, you know, you, you, you leave, you might have potluck, or maybe you go home and you eat, and it becomes a routine. Right. And then, you know, you, you, you kind of, I mean, you're there, but you're not there. Uh, and sometimes even getting involved can be a little challenging, too, you know, but now that things are kind of different, it's it's almost like, you know, y- your your interactions are different. You know, you're not relying on just that church building that you go to every Sabbath and just kind of go through the routine. Now you have to really be more intentional about what you're doing and, and more intentional about your interactions with people. Right. Yeah. And, that, you know, that's what I've seen. I mean, that's what I've seen with even within my immediate family, you know, yeah. uh, not only my kids and my wife, but my, my brother and his wife and his family, uh, you know, we've, during the whole period, we've been getting together, uh, doing music together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for six weeks in a row, we basically were doing music, like, during the week, every Saturday, you know, churches were asking us, hey, can you record yeah. uh video for us to have on sabbath cool so that was a great opportunity and and you know and we took it up and we we enjoyed the time we had which also led to us having more time together and having more conversations that we would otherwise not have have had Mm, great yeah that that, that's great so we asked a couple of people or we reached out to our haystack nation followers right on facebook and instagram and uh we this is a segment I guess we call Feed the Nation because we want to be able to feed others. You know, we want our audience to interact with us and to share some thoughts with us so we can share that with other people, which is like feeding the nation, you know. So get it, Enrique, get yes, it? Yes, I get it. Where's, where's my little button for, for like... <laughs> drum roll. <laughs> my drum roll. Um, okay, so so we had a question out that you and i first we did a little video right where you and i kind of shared uh, a question and we want people to answer and then i'll put out a post so we had two people respond you know the question we had was in a brief word or sentence describe what you've learned through this pandemic you know at first we thought this was kind of over a few weeks ago and then I all know, of a sudden it's, it's like, like we're in the middle of it <laughs> we're, we're back again and even worse than it was uh but we had a couple of people so walrus bassett uh, sh- uh, shared with us, he said, for him, it's a spiritual connection with God 
and social connection with others is vital to our well-being. That's kind of what, 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 what he learned. And then we had also Jordan uh, de la Mente say resilience and obedience. Those are the lessons that they've, that they've learned. Thoughts? What are your thoughts about those couple of uh, answers there? Well, uh, you know, I like both of them. Let me touch on uh, uh, Walrus's um, response. Uh, he said, Spiritual connection with God and social connection with others is vital to our well-being. I mean, he basically said what? He basically said, hey, stagnation. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right. He basically restated what Christ Mm. said was the most important thing, Mm. right? When somebody asked him, hey, what's the most important commandment? What did he say? Love God Mm -hmm. with everything you are, right? With Mm -hmm. all your heart, your mind, soul, strength, Mm. and love others as yourself. So he's put, he's put it in a more personal, uh, Walrus put it in a more personal uh, setting, right? Mm-hmm. But he's basically reestating what Jesus said we should have been doing all along. Absolutely. Um, and then resilience and obedience. Resilience, I think, because it's having that mentality and to, you know, I, I know you've mentioned this at our last uh, gathering uh, last week about being overcomers, right? right? Not just surviving, but overcoming in these times. Um, and so resilience is kind of that mentality that I'm going to overcome no matter what the challenges, no matter what the stressors, what the problems, you know, that I'm going to move forward and I'm going to keep relying on, on, on God, you know? Um, and so that's important. I think obedience is another one because these times are really test preparing us for maybe that time where we have to really just decide whether we're going to follow God or follow the world, you know, and we have to kind of learn those, those, uh, lessons of obedience. Uh, I think that's really important. And so these times can really, uh, prepare us for, you know, are we going to obey God? Because uh, there's more, it's more than COVID going on right now. There's a lot of things going on right now that are kind of trying to draw people to different directions, right? I mean, there's so many things right. in the world, and so it's like, are we going to be obeying the world, going the world's way, or obeying God and doing His and doing His work, right? So, uh, ver- two very important things that I think um, are are very relevant for us today. So. One, we'll end with this since uh, we're kind of uh, uh, short on time right now. So you mentioned examples of quarantine in the Bible. Uh, one of them you mentioned earlier was about when Jesus, um, after his resurrection, right, he spent time with his disciples right before Pentecost, you know, before he ascended back to heaven. And you talked about that was that was kind of a quarantine, right? It was, it, what, what did you say that, what was the significance of, of that kind of quarantine, you know, with Jesus and his disciples? Well, you know, if if you were to think of quarantine, well, the word quarantine actually means it comes from the word forty, mm. right? Mm. Cuarenta, cuarentena, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. in, in, in um, Latin. Uh, so, a period of uh, quarantine. I mean, if I were to ask you, you know, what was a period of quarantine in the Bible? What, which one would you come up with or For, remember? Forty days. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think immediately of Jesus in the wilderness for forty days. Yes, yeah. and and what happened? I mean, he's put you know in the desert to be tempted, uh, to be tempted, mm-hmm. but for what purpose? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it was definitely a time of preparation for him and testing because right. you know he was going to, uh, he was going to be, you know, his life was going to be a life of full of temptation, right. full of challenges, uh, full of. Uh, just a lot of different things that he had to endure. And I think 
for him, those 40 days was an endurance test, really, and a yeah. test of faith. Resilience. Resilience, yeah. Obedience. Yeah, there you go, yeah, yeah. So, and basically, he was being prepared for his ministry, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, his all-important ministry. There was nothing more important than what he was about to do. Yeah. So, you know, a period of quarantine, and you could even see other periods in the Bible, you know, no, I mean, you. Uh, the more you think about it, you're like, oh, man, they all have something in common. Mm. And what they have in common is, you know, there's always a period of testing, of, of testing and, um, and resting mm -hmm. and preparation for something bigger. Yeah. You know, something bigger that's to come. And the one that really caught my attention was the one of, in the book of Acts. Mm. So, you know, the disciples are all very emotionally drained. Mm -hmm. You know, Christ ha was crucified. You know, they lost their hope. Mm. Uh, they were even in fear of the Jews. So they were gathered together. You know, they had their little haystack nation because of fear of the Jews. Yeah. Uh, they were gathered in one place, but they had no direction. You know, mm. they had lost all hope. But it says, uh, when you go to the books, the book of Acts, uh, chapter 1, verse 3, it says um, that he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. Mm. So Jesus physically right the mm. resurrected christ appears to them and shows himself to them and it says right here being seen of them 40 days mm. so for 40 days jesus is physically preparing his disciples for something great mm. and it says speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of god mm -hmm. so he's giving them instruction he's opening unto them the scriptures he's explaining every scripture of the old testament and how it pertained to him to his death to his sacrifice right explaining the whole thing even even on the walk to emmaus right mm -hmm. right remember those right. two guys they're like did not our heart burn within us as he walked with us by the way and as he opened unto us the scriptures mm -hmm. uh absolutely it says that he went from genesis to the end of the Old Testament, explaining mm -hmm. every single reference yeah. of uh, what represent what what it represented in his life, mm -hmm. right? And it says in, in verse four, going back to Acts one, uh, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. So he gives mm -hmm. them a stay in place order. <laughs> okay, stay in place. Do not go out. Stay in Jerusalem. And for one purpose and one purpose alone, for the promise of the Father, which he says, uh, which he, which he says, you have heard from me. And if we jump to verse eight, it says, "You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you will be what my witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea, Samaria, and into the other." most parts of the earth yeah that's quite a mission right there that's quite a mission they yeah. could not have accomplished that mm -hmm. had they not had that period of quarantine you know that's a great that's that i like how you've um the, the lessons that you're drawing out from that you know from that uh, passage in scripture uh because i think that there is this sense in people's minds that we shouldn't be headed towards something big right i mean and people people feel that way whether you're a christian or not right, people just right. feel that we're just, just headed like towards what's something what's going on what's right? going on and and i think that for us you know um it is a time of 
preparation. I mean, it is a time of also testing. It's and a time of opportunity. Um, and, 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 and the, and, and prophetic language, you know, we live in that day of atonement, right? Where, um, it's a time of, it's a time of judgment also, you know, where in the old Testament, the, the, the day of atonement was a time of preparation, you know, heart preparation. It's like where you are really searching your heart and, and examining yourself and your relationship with God, you know, that was like what they had to do on that day. And so we're in a prophetic time of atonement where we should really be preparing. And this time, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it, it really should help us. Uh, and, and maybe this COVID thing in some way is a blessing because it kind of takes us out of the routine. Mm-hmm. And, and, and because we're out of that routine, now we're having to examine things from a different angle, from a different perspective. And what should we do different? Right? And what should we I do mean, differently? Things don't, don't need to be <laughs> going the same way if, right. if, 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 if they're not uh, benefiting us anymore. Right? Yeah, and I think the big event, I think, obviously, that we're all headed towards is Christ's second coming. You know, that is the big event. And that... Uh, at at that event is going to be basically the end of this world, you know? And so we have all made a decision whether we are a part of God's kingdom or whether we follow the world and be a part of that worldly kingdom. And so it, 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 there's so many lessons I think we have to learn from all this. And I, and I like the, the way that you mentioned, you know, the, the quarantine, the disciples, the, the, the experience, the time they had to have with Jesus. That, that is key. That is I the mean, time we have to have with Jesus. I mean, Jesus says, you know, stay here, wait, stay in place, do not go out. And they had to be obedient to yeah. that command. Yeah. Uh, and it says that, so what happened 10 days later? Yeah, so Pentecost. Jesus is yeah, Pentecost, yeah. right? Right, right. And that was like the greatest manifestation of of the spirit of God. I mean, Jesus told his disciples earlier, hey, don't be sad that I'm leaving. It is for your benefit yeah. that I go because if I don't go, the Holy Spirit, the comforter will not come. It is, it will be much better for you mm-hmm. than for for you to have me in your presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he prepares them for a, a period of 40 days yeah. and then Pentecost comes and I mean, just things from that day just start and I, think, and I think we're going to see that same outpouring of spirit, you know, uh, on, on God's people in, in, in these days as well. But you can't have it if you're not prepared, you know, and you can't have it if you're not looking and, and if you're not searching. And, and I think, uh, man, thank you, Enrique, for sh- just sharing, you know, that, uh, you know, those lessons and, and reminding us that, you know, we've, we've got to also stay focused and not get too distracted with the worries. You know, I mean, there's a lot to worry about, mm-hmm. but. Let's not get too distracted. Yeah, let's take advantage you know, of the opportunity that. we have. Right, right, right. So, man, Enrique, it's been it's been a good one, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks Thank for you sharing. Thanks for having me over. Yeah, it was great. I look forward to our next one, man. So, what's our next topic? Um, I don't know. We we just kind of do it on you know we we have no we have no scripts we have no <laughs> ideas we just talk man that's, so, yeah. that's how we do it around here yeah. <laughs> i don't know do you have an idea no we'll we'll, we'll see what, we'll, what we we'll, come up with. we'll come up with something crazy <laughs> uh but no thanks thanks for our listeners thanks for joining us on this podcast of haystack nation and uh, look forward to our next one with everyone and god bless you guys be safe enrique you be safe and take care of yourself man yeah we're still you know in a difficult period but uh let's take advantage of the opportunity we have awesome let's do that man thank you enrique i'm jesse here with enrique we'll see you all next time god bless